The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell. Helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money. Hello and welcome to the Online Marketing Show. This is Joey Bushnell. Today's special guest is top copywriter Jason Strachan. Go to effortlessmarketingfunnel.com to find out more. Jason, thank you for coming on the show. No problem, Joe. Um, thank you for having me. Jason, can you tell us how you became a copywriter? Well, Joe, you see, first of all, I spent years as a dead broke um, writer of poetry and fiction. You know, I always envisioned myself as trying to be this uh, famous writer, mm-hmm. and um, but it wasn't working out uh, <laughs> financially at all. Um, to be frank, I was okay with it, though. I mean, I was doing what I loved. Um, I mean, for me, if you play me some good reggae music, feed me some good food, put me around some good people, I'm okay. Um, the wife, on the other hand, she thinks a lot differently, you know, yeah. even more so when she became pregnant. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, fortunately, it, it all really turned around when I discovered um, a, a really simple way of connecting and focusing on moving the heart of your prospects with the written word that works in any medium, in any market, um, every time. Now, yeah, today obviously things are different. Like I said, today I'm probably, I'm quite an in-demand uh, copywriter online and I've used this formula to um, help businesses in a personal development space go from zero to six and seven big figures in a matter of months. And, um, you know, when you can do that for clients, it's probably it's a really, really good way of solving a lot of cash flow problems. So that's kind of the way, um, that's how, kind of how I got started and kind of sums up my story today at the minute. It's interesting to hear that uh, you were a writer, first of all. Lots of copywriters were in sales first rather than being writers. So I think that's a, a rarer route into copywriting. Yeah. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I did my sales apprenticeship alongside that. <laughs> that that's, <laughs> so the- how, that's how I was affording to eat. So the two things combined together quite nicely then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I sold, um, you know, I sold double glazing. I was on doing telesales and advertising space. Mm-hmm. I worked, um, ended up working with Yellow Pages for a while as a sales consultant, um, which was really terrible. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're just watching the, the waste, the amount people would spend on advertising space yeah. that would, on ads that would get up, no response was terrible. Yeah. So that taught me a lot about what not to do in advertising <laughs> in terms of cool. getting response. Okay, so let's talk about the things that we should be doing uh, to get a response. First of all, can you help us understand the power of good copywriting by telling us some of your best case studies? You mentioned there that uh, some of your clients have gone from not doing very well to doing really well in a quite short space of time. So what are some examples where clients got really great results going from bad sales numbers to good ones because of strong sales letters or strong marketing funnels? Okay, Um, I've got a really good one that um, just finished a couple of months ago. And this one was really good because we started it from scratch. Um, it's a product called um, A Bug Free Mind, which is a personal development product from, with Andy Shaw. Now, when we started it, um, the, the reason why we went into this niche, well, Andy went into this niche, is because the market, there was a big gap in the market where um, people, lots of people were using the, the law of attraction products and the personal development products, but not getting the type of results that they wanted to get. There were a lot of success stories, but um, there was a huge, a huge niche, a huge gap there still being unfulfilled. And because that was the way it was being taught, there was a big gap in it. For example, um, Andy used to do a lot of research into the market to see what the problems were. And what we found was they weren't the biggest complaints that people were having was they couldn't focus their minds on their desires. 
Because the big premise of the law of attraction is, um, if you focus a certain desire in your mind and you focus on it, then you, then you kind of focus all your mental energies, all your concentration, all your intuition, you start getting hunches, you start getting ideas, your subconsciously, your, all your brain will get working, working on, focusing on manifesting specific desire. The problem is though, um, because we've been, never been taught how to use our minds, we've never been taught how to meditate, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not something that's culturally, um, accepted in, especially in the British culture, it's not something that's always widely taught. We have our minds are very distracted. Yeah. So what Andy did was kind of take it back to a foundation and teach people like um, Eastern concepts of like how of achieving no mind and things like that. Mm-hmm. So you can actually steady your mind so you can actually focus it like a laser on what you desire. And to, to achieve that before you even do anything else. So um, yeah. So that so once we once we found out. Um, you know, once we, obviously I helped Andy create the product and one, on whatnot. Once it was created, then we took that to market and it, that was really good. What we did first of all is we, um, we drove traffic to it, um, through, through, um, via JV partners, you know, the typical launch type of route. Now that's both a good and a bad thing. Um, good obviously because you know those people are interested in the subject, but bad because that market is very jaded and very, very skeptical. So you have to really have a lot of proof. And you have to really tread carefully because if you get tagged as just another Me Too product, you're done for. You only get one shot. You send one email or one blast that says, eh, you're just like everything else and you're done. They'll delete or unsubscribe and not listen to anything you say. So from the opt-in right at the start of the funnel, we offer something called a free breakthrough experience. And people opt in totally free. They could opt into it. And that's something people have never seen before. It's, it's unique. You know, it interrupts a pattern and it intrigues them. So that worked really well. It achieved a 40 to 58% opt-in rate. And then once they were in the funnel, the first problem was how to position the product. Because the biggest problem business owners have once they have a really great product is communicating that to the market. Because you have to do it in a totally unique way. And, and, but, but not too far off that you, that you um, lose them kind of thing. You have to find, find that right balance. So what we do, we positioned it as the bug through mind process, as the antivirus, the world's first. That's important, by the way. Whenever you can be the world's first in something, always take that, take that, um, that real estate. Yeah. We called it the world's first antivirus for the human mind. So what that did then, it totally, totally took itself in a different category and positioned itself in a class of its own. And at the same time, offering, it positioned itself as offering a unique solution to that big problem that marketplace was having. So straight away, we, we had, we had their interest, we had their interest. Um, we had an intrigue. They were, you know, they were listening to every every email we sent out at that point. And um, yeah, so as you can tell, I'm a huge I'm a huge uh, you know believer in the power of our minds. You know, and that we all have this amazing potential. So that's what uh, yeah, that kind of led to. That sounds like it went pretty well. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, it went it went really well. So we sold the books. You know, the funnel itself, you know, sold over sold over three quarter of a, quarters of a million already, and it's still selling Brilliant. the total funnel itself. So. It's doing tremendously well. It sounds like it was quite a fun project to work on, and, and that's great that you're passionate about the subject yourself. I bet that makes your job a bit easier. Oh, it's always easier. When you, when you actually love the product, it makes it so much easier. Then you yeah. can put your everything into it, and it's not like work anymore. It's just like play. So yeah. um, definitely helps. So let's carry on with this theme of personal development, Jason. Uh, you specialize in writing for the personal development market. What would you say are the main emotions and pain points? that are the driving force behind someone who is in that market looking for personal development products and books and seminars and information? Well, at the end of the day, they're all seeking happiness. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what they're all seeking. That's what we're all seeking at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. But the thing is, you know, while, while that is the end result of what we're looking for, you have to describe things not in the terms as you see it, but in the terms as they see it. 
Okay. And you have to focus on, you have to actually do detective work to find that out. You can't guess these things. You have to actually look at their reviews on Amazon, for example. If you look at any popular book in that niche, read their comments. Take examples of the word they're using. And you see how they define it. They define the things they're looking for mostly are success, uh, monetary. And everyone believes money buys you happiness. It doesn't, but everyone believes that. <laughs> you know, um, respect, um, and love. You know, that's, that's the type of things that they want. So, um, that is exactly, those are the paints you want to aim at. Um, the pain points, for example, are fears. Fears of failure, mm-hmm. fears of not living up to your potential, fears of squandering it, fears of being humiliated, fears of, of not living up, fears of letting people down. There's another one as well. Those are the, those are things that everyone everyone at one time or another feels. So um, there's one quite interesting quote I read the other day. Whatever you think is personal to you actually isn't. It's, it's actually everyone shares it. So if you can actually tap into your own innermost fears. And you think, okay, well, I wouldn't want anyone to find that about, find that out about me kind of thing. The thing is, you'll find that majority of your market often feel the same way. It's very things that we have in isolation. There you go. Would you say that the people in this market are, are generally optimists? Like you said, we're all seeking happiness, but for some reason, these people are being very proactive about it and taking that extra step in finding out how they can turn their life around. And I guess you must believe deep down that you, that you can turn it around to go searching for such an answer. So, I'm guessing generally these are optimistic people that we're writing to. They're optimistic people. They're often successful people. Mm-hmm. They're people that are proactive. They, they go for what they want. If they, they believe that they, they believe that they know, I should say, because believe is a horrible word. They know, for example, they have abilities to achieve great things, yeah. for example. And they know that the information is out there. And it's just a matter of assimilating that information and putting it into practice. They know they can be more confident. They know they can achieve higher goals and whatnot. They look for things to give themselves an edge. To give themselves just something to make themselves a little bit better to make that all important difference. You know, they're, they're, you know, it's a place for winners. That's where they go to. Um, and all, all levels, sports, business, arts, whatever. So, um, yeah. So that's the type of people you focus on. Cool. People that are, um, have that ambition. You have to have, they have to have that drive or they wouldn't even go, wouldn't even bother to pick up a book or opt in for it, for example. Let's talk about some of the ways that this market has matured and changed and evolved and got more sophisticated over time. Would you write a sales letter in the same way in 2014, exactly the same as you would have done, I don't know, 10, 20 years ago? Back in the day, we've got, you know, Stephen Covey and Earl Nightingale and the old guard. And in this new era, we've got your Andy Shaws and The Secret and Tony Robbins. He's got some some pretty old stuff, but he's also constantly bringing out new stuff all the time as well. And there's just a lot of new stuff out there in the personal development space. So first of all, has it changed at all? And if it has changed, in what ways? Or is it pretty much just the same? The What's happened is the market becomes more sophisticated. As mm-hmm. There used to be a time where there wasn't that many people you know, offering personal development products. You had the big names, the Stephen Covey, the Tony Robbins or whatnot. And um, now there is, there's hundreds of um, personal development teachers out there. There's loads of them. Um, so what's happened now is the market's been flooded with all different types of claims, all different types of new faces and whatnot. So it's a lot harder now. Mm-hmm. So what it means is, yes, so yes, it has changed in answer to your question. It does mean now you have to um, interrupt more. It means you can't just put up big promises of here, click here and become successful. That doesn't work now. Mm-hmm. People want to hear your story. They want to hear you have a unique mechanism. Um, and hype doesn't work like it used to. Um, my, my definition of hype, by the way, is claims unsupported by proof. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, if you say this product here blasts fat off your body. 
but we recently tested it on a group of 30 women um, for over a 30-day period, and they all lost eight pounds or whatnot. Okay, now now that's that becomes credible. If you just say, okay, here's this product, it blasts that off your body. Try it, try it, try it. You know, it sounds like you're just trying to inflate your product with words, and it, that's hype. You know, the difference there. You can still use excited language, and you should do. If you've got a product that's exciting, it does the job, you should use passionate language. However, you have to bring proof in immediately to back it all up. So that's that's a major major thing there. You can't use you can't cannot use hype in your um copy these days in this market. Um you can still use excited language and you have to, but you immediately have to back it up. What we did when we promote Bug Through Mind is whenever we bring out um we we bring out the claim of you know the world's first antivirus for the human mind and the world's first guidance system. And immediately afterwards we show proof and case studies of all the people we surveyed who were actually using it and the ninety two percent success rate that it achieved. So we'd already have that. Um, if, for example, we have this unique way of laying out the VSL page that really works well. We call, we call it um, like, like in a sandwich. Mm-hmm. For example, we have the headline right at the top that interrupts. First of all, um, one of my one of my most well known one is how sick, how how reading books are making you dumb. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because we know we know people in that industry are reading books. So you take what they're doing and you and you say something twisted about it just to make people go. Huh! And then you kind of add some intrigue in to get them to read your VSL. And then you meet, then you can have your VSL. Right underneath it, before your buy button, you have a link to our customer survey showing your success rate. So that pops up on the page. And underneath that, you have the buy button. And underneath that, you have even more testimonials. So what you do is you have overwhelming proof right underneath your VSL. That's, a, that's what I find to be the best way to organize your VSL page. Mm-hmm. So have your head, interruptive headline, intriguing subhead, your VSL, Linked to some type of proof element. Now it can be like a survey or a graph. Underneath that, the buy button, and then even more, a link to even more testimonials. That format is proven to work the best in in this market. Um, yeah. So to answer your question, definitely, it's changed a lot. So Jason, I, I'm just wondering about your definition that it's hype if it can't be backed up with proof very easily. What about some of the more spiritual elements, the more woo woo? kind of aspects uh difficult to prove aspects if you would about the personal development niche would you put those kind of things in a sales letter or would you leave that stuff until later on not reveal it until the product itself so would you ever mention that stuff at the point of sale or or not i mean for example the secret okay some people believe that it works others will say it's just a bunch of baloney so i'm I'm thinking would you mention that spiritual universe kind of stuff in a sales letter, is that acceptable? Because the market probably believes those kind of things anyway, or at least they're more open to believing that kind of thing. So would you include that kind of thing or leave it out? No, I'd, I'd, I'd bring the proof right up front, right up front for everything. Wherever, you, wherever you're making the claim, mm-hmm. bring the proof right out along with it. For example, if we're saying that this product can bring, bring you peace of mind, for example, then I'd, I'd introduce someone who brought peace of mind in for her. I'd introduce that testimonial. Mm-hmm. Or I'd introduce a sur- I'd survey all the readers of the product and ask them, you know, what we do is ask them flat out, did this, did this product erase your need to ever worry? Did it reduce your worries? Did it, um, bring yourself, did it bring you more self-confidence? Ask them, you know, and the market will dictate to you whether it's worked or not. That's the easiest way. So based purely on people's personal experiences, that's the proof. Hell is the proof. They're, they're, you know, that's, that's, that's the proof in the pudding. Did it work for them or not? And then open that proof up and let everyone, let everyone consume it. Free samples, I'd say, to, in this in this day and age, is definitely um, a, another strong, strong way of proof. Testimonials these days aren't as believed. 
aren't as powerful as they once were. They're not just not as believed because everyone's everyone's got them on their websites. What works now is 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 free samples. Just show show them an exercise, show them something, and let them try it. Let them see the results for themselves. That works really really well. My final question was: What main benefits are the people in this market seeking? We've we've talked obviously about some of the the pain points earlier. But what specific things are they looking for, uh, wanting to happen in their life? What equals happiness to them? To them, it's, it's making more money. It's, uh, it's feeling good mm-hmm. in a nutshell. It's feeling good. Um, they define it as making more money, as in starting a new business, in becoming financially free, in, in finding a romantic partner, in free, having freedom from certain health issues. Mm-hmm. In, in essence, when it comes down, they, just want, they want to feel good. You know, that's what it is. And would you ever narrow down? You see some personal development products are promising all of those things, uh, but others are just focused on how to get more money from a personal development perspective or how to have the relationship with your dreams or how to have confidence or whatever specific aspect of personal development that it may be. Do you think that we should be more general or should we maybe narrow it down and focus on one specific benefit within personal development? Yeah, I think that's that's perfectly good. I think nothing niching down to one element is, is is perfect. It would be better in some in some cases. It depends. It totally depends on the actual product. For example, just just because we use I'll, I'll, um, using Andy Shaw's example because his product is like two massive books that covers everything. But if you've got a product that just goes just goes narrow but very deep into one thing, say you know finding a, a love uh, your romantic partner or just creating money in your life, that's perfect. I think there's definitely there's so many there's so much scope to it. Does that just, the market's desires will never be so vast? You can't you can't fill it. There's so much to to serve there. Jason, thank you so much for being with me today. Where can we get more information from you, and how do we get in touch with you if we ever need some copy done? Yeah, if you if you go to um, www.effortlessmarketingfunnel.com, well, I'll be run, I'll also be running a private um, Google Hangout. Um, pretty soon, um, next couple of weeks. Um, if, if I can probably record, if I can get a recording link, I'll send it to you. We can put that link on this interview as well. Um, it's going to be for like 20 or 30 serious marketers in the um, personal development space. So I'll be revealing how I took um, a business from zero to half a million using you know some of the marketing formulas we've described today. So, so if you're interested in that, um, yeah, you can send me an email to um, either, oh, either click a link on the recording here or send me an email to jason at um, www.effortlessmarketingfunnel.com and I can sort that out for you. Great. I'll make sure the links are listed in the show notes and on the blog. So uh, please, everyone, go and check those out. And thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please support us by leaving a review on iTunes and sharing this podcast with your friends. And last of all, Jason, thank you very much for coming on the show. No worries. Thank you, Joseph. The Online Marketing Show. Every day with Joseph Bushnell, helping you to grow your online business by driving more traffic, improving conversion rates, increasing customer value, and getting things done fast. Listen, take action, make money.